Hey everybody, thank you for joining The Way Podcast with us today, uh, where we read scripture together. We discuss the, the topics and the issues and the questions that come up. And today, uh, I'm joined by my two favorite littles. I'm Pastor Ben LaGrange, and you are? Your daughter. Oh yeah, you're my daughter. What's your name? Bella. Bella, and my son? Elliot LaGrange. Awesome. Wow, so formal. So formal. My name is Elliot Michael LaGrange, LaGrange. Esquire. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's too funny. Well, today we we just got through reading chapter 15 of Mark, and we're on to 16. And we went through all the dismal stuff and some gross questions and some weird things that some people will ask and not not normally want to ask out loud, and I'm glad that you guys have done that. And I'm glad. <laughs> well, you know, that's the thing. Sometimes people are just worried. They don't know what's okay and what's not okay. Um, so in chapter 16, Jesus does something amazing. But I thought he was dead. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Plot twist! Plot twist! That... Is amazing, yes. Spoiler, he came back, he comes back. Right, right. So Jesus was dead and buried. Plot twist. And when the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they may go and anoint Jesus' body. That means to wash it, basically. Right? Yep. Make it not smell so bad. And very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, They were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other, Who will roll away the the stone from the entrance of the tomb? That's a big old rock that they had there. It's probably not a big old circle, but it's a huge rock. Okay? Spoiler, an angel moves it. Okay, dude. Slow down for a second, right? But you ever get so excited? I mean, it's not something like, Hey, let's go take care of a body today. Excuse me. Wow. So, that just happened. Yeah. So they wanted to know who's going to roll away the stone. They knew they had a job to do, but they didn't plan for that. How did they, they didn't bring a mule, a donkey, a, a guy with a, a lever, none of that stuff. They were walking there, and they said, well, how are we going to get the stone moved? How did they get it rolled into place in the first place? Well, that would have been a bunch of Romans mm. that would do it, or people hired by the Romans to do it. But when they looked up and they saw that stone, which was very large and had been... It had been rolled away. And as they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Now, if you just went into, you've seen a crypt, right? Like mm-hmm. the big crypt buildings. If you walked in there, there's some dude sitting in there, and the door was locked, you'd be losing your mind too. There's a lot of moments that people would actually lose their minds if they understood they're sitting with God right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's a strange deal. So they were alarmed. And what did he say? Elliot, could you read verses 6 through 8? Okay, I found 8, but I... Okay. But, but the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You're looking for Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth. Who, the Nazarene, yes. Na, of Nazareth. Who is, was crucified. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead. Look, this is where they laid his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter, that Jesus is going ahead to Galilee. 
you will you will see him there just as he told you before he died the the woman fl fled from the tomb trembling and bewildered that they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened that's that's pretty crazy right so here they were sitting in the presence of an angel who says don't be alarmed did you know that almost every time that you see an angel in scripture coming face to face with a person they say don't be alarmed because everybody's not. all like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, what? what? But yeah. I mean, if so, you knew how an angel actually looked, you'd be sitting there like, yeah, I need to calm down. Right, right. And, you know, not all of them look crazy. But, you know, you look in Ezekiel and there's some crazy looking ones in there. You see what's in, uh, if they describe some of the things in Revelation, you're like, whoa, that's not what I thought. But obviously this one looked enough like a person, right? And it was it was pretty shocking. Like a person dressed in a white robe, wings a halo. <laughs> right, and that's what a lot of people think, but that's not all of it. You know, that's not what they all look like. Now, he said, or the angel said, um, "Go to Galilee, right? Mm -hmm. But um, go tell Peter and his Peter and the other disciples right? that Jesus is going to Galilee. Right, and he's going to meet you there, just like he said he would." So they were freaked out, right? They were losing their minds. They were shaking. They were not knowing what to do. You know why they say, don't be alarmed? I don't know. Because they're probably really alarmed. <laughs> I mean, Mary should be, like, used to this by now. You would think, You're right? You're right. Like, come on now. It's, <laughs> you know, this isn't the first rodeo, right? <laughs> so, trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb, and they ran and said nothing to anyone. Because they were afraid. Now, did you know? Is that where the the chapter ends? No. No. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, it does. It does. Well, oh, I guess I wasn't paying what? attention. Oh, there's more scriptures here, but that, that's God. how. It's, here's the deal. You know, when we go out and we get all the Marvel movies, we get like the the new Captain America. What do we get? Do we get the standard version? Cliffhanger? No, just uh, extended. You get the extended version, the director's cut. You know it. Right, and what it says here is the earliest manuscripts don't have Mark 16, verses 9 through 20. So we are literally getting the first director's cut right here. Boom! Boom! Boom goes the dynamite. And yeah, it is. this is it. So here's the weird thing. Because in these days, 2,000 years ago, okay, imagine how an old person would tell a story for you. Very old. Back in my day. Now, you know, when I was a little boy, you could buy like a car and a cup of coffee for just half a penny. Do you know how they do half a penny? They get out the, the scissors and they just slice at that thing until it goes. And you know how much a pair of scissors would cost you? A quarter of a penny. Try getting that done. <laughs> so, yeah, and I mean, that's how you imagine people tell stories from back 100 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that's a joke, but... Here it was 2,000 years ago. They didn't tell stories like we did. They're all, like, full and detail. Done. And they ran away. So they're like, what else did you need to know? Right? Jesus is alive. Done. He's going to meet you in Galilee. End of story. Walk away. <laughs> Drop the mic. That's it. Meanwhile, would details matter? But right. Some other details matter. So the earliest manuscripts are just up to uh, verse 8. But... 
some of the other manuscripts that are still in the same general age have this extra bit with it that really explains it because probably people had questions when they read the first bit. Like, that's what director's cuts do sometimes with movies. You're like, I don't really understand what just happened there. Like, uh, I think you've seen Donnie Darko with me, right? It's kind of a crazy movie about a guy who sees a weird rabbit everywhere he goes. Strange movie. I'm not necessarily doing a recommendation, but yeah. They had an extended cut because people didn't understand what the movie was about. And honestly, they weren't meant to. They were supposed to leave it opening. Now what? Hey, guess what? Matrix. What? <laughs> guess what? What? Guess what? Chicken butt. No. Aww. Guess what, though? Your face. I watched a movie where this kid had a stuffed animal <laughs> rabbit. And yeah, that was the Mimsy like, story, though. No, but, that, oh, that wasn't Mimsy. The Velveteen Rabbit. Right, yeah. but the Velveteen Rabbit, okay. But either way, what, it, what I'm getting to is this. What we want to get to is this. It's kind of like a cliffhanger, right? So if that's all I to- told you and that's all we got to, you'd be like, what's the next question? What happened next? Well, tell me about what Jesus said, right? Did anyone else f- figure out later on? Did they, did they tell anyone? Yeah, well, well, what do you think? Well, yeah. Right? So it's one of those things that it's kind of like a cliffhanger, right? But guess what? There was more to the story. And this is some of the stuff that people wrote in. And we don't know exactly who did this, but we think it's still John Mark, the guy that wrote the book. But it says, when Jesus rose early on the first day of the week, that's Sunday, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, uh, whom he drove out seven demons from her. And she went and told those who had been with him, who were mourning and weeping. They were all sad because they thought their buddy had died still, right? This this amazing guy that they thought was going to fix everything. And they were like, all of our dreams are shattered. We were running around for three mm-hmm. years doing I don't know what, you know. Mm-hmm. I gave up my fishing business. Come on now, right? It was all a wreck. And when they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, what do you think they believed? Um, They didn't. Right. They probably thought, what? What would you say? Delusional. She wanted him to be alive. Well, it would depend on who it was, but if it was just a normal person, I wouldn't believe them. Because she wants him to be alive. But you know what's really weird? Did you know, and and this is kind of sexist. This is like how people were thought back then. Um, Women weren't used as witnesses in court. Right. They couldn't say anything. They weren't allowed to. Now, we don't think that's fair and we don't think that's reasonable, but that's how it was back then, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if, if Jesus uses his first witness as a woman, that's saying women, is, women are important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, women matter to God just as much as men do, okay? And this is one, one person that he loved and cared for and shared time with, right? And this is huge. This is huge. And they didn't believe her. And then Jesus appears to two believers traveling on the road. Now, there were more than 12 believers, right? Hundreds. Thousands, right? Afterward, Jesus appeared then in a different form to two of them that were walking in the country. These people returned and reported it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Now, that's kind of a crazy thing, right? There's also a story about that called The Road to Emmaus, who's uh, 
who gives evidence later. But then Jesus appeared to the disciples, including a guy named Thomas. And later Jesus appeared to the eleven while they were eating and rebuked them for their lack of faith. Like, whoa, 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 didn't you think I could do this? Didn't you remember the whole time? I said a whole bunch of times, I'm going to destroy this temple and come back in three days. Didn't you just have a stopwatch waiting? Right? I said I was going to do this. I was going to die, and they were going to put me to death, and I was going to raise again, and you didn't believe me. And I told you, like, dozens of times, it seems, right? So he just gets in there. He's like, he rebuked them. He yelled at them. Mm-hmm. He's like, shut up. What are you doing? How you, this how you want to live your life, right? Is this what you're doing? Elliot, <laughs> you're being a goof. So... He didn't, uh, he yelled at them for their refusal to believe that he had risen. Now, do you know the story of Thomas? Thomas the Jefferson? Train? Oh. Not Thomas the Train, no. And not Thomas Jefferson? No. Then Thomas no. didn't believe it was him even though he saw them, you know? If you saw someone die, a terrible death, and three days later they show up in your house, you're like, nope, don't believe it, I'm going crazy, right? So he said... I won't believe it until I see this for myself. And he, Jesus, let him touch the wounds in his hands where they nailed him. That would have hurt. So he doubted Jesus, even though he was right in front of him. You doubt one guy, one time, and what do they call you? Stupid. No, I'm just kidding. No, they didn't call him stupid. They called him Doubting Thomas from there on out. Well, that just sucks. Right? One mistake. One mistake. And you you got a new first name. You're no longer Thomas. You're Doubting Thomas, that right? one time. <laughs> one time. I lapse of reasoning. Seen all kinds of things. I've seen people die and come back. Okay. Seen pigs fly? No. <laughs> pigs flying was not a miracle. It's only an expression, Bella. Are you <laughs> I'm positive. Although, he did cast a legion of demons out of a man into a herd of pigs who then ran into the sea and drowned. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. That's the thing. You know this, right? Nice. We'll have to talk about that when we're done. (laughs) So later he gives what's called the Great Commission. I talk about this one a lot, don't I? Do you know what the Great Commission is? I've heard. No. Oh it's God, it's Jesus like, okay, I'm going to be gone for a bit. Here are the things you need to do. This is my oh. to-do list. It's your to-do list. Don't it's let the cat the, on the roof. Don't let the cat on the roof. Terrible joke. Terrible. Funny joke. Great joke. So, uh, <laughs> terrible, funny, great joke. Um, this is what he's telling people to do while he's gone. Okay? He said, go into all the world. How much of it? All of it. All of it. And do what? Preach. Oh, Preach the good news to all creation. Is that just for pastors? No. No. That's telling people everywhere, okay? Yeah. If you if you only know one verse, should you tell everybody? Definitely. Yeah. Right. So if you know one verse, like the wages of... Sin is death, death. But, the, but the gift of God is eternal life. Right, exactly. So if, if that's all you ever knew and you told somebody, <laughs> that's, that's good. Day. That's preaching. Awesome. That's preaching right there. And go preach the good news to all creation that Jesus Christ died for our sins and was raised again, right? And whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And whoever does not believe will be condemned. And all these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will do these things. They will drive out demons. 
They'll speak in new languages, new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, they will, it will not hurt them at all. And they will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. This is a real thing. Now, you know, there's, I don't know if you know this, but some people just mean specifically, they think that if they pick up a snake and it doesn't bite them, if they pick up a venomous snake and it doesn't bite them, then that means they're a Christian. Some people think that. No. So there are people in the South, in the mountains. But they die and try to do Appalachian that. snake handlers is what they call them. And they believe so much in their church that they will actually keep poisonous snakes. For Just, people to go pick that up? Yep, they do that. Now, here's the deal. I do not recommend this. Right. <laughs> Me either. But what Jesus Nobody is, wants you going home too early. Right. But really what Jesus is saying is if you are a believer, okay, these signs accompany those that believe. They'll drive out demons. So if you pray for someone, for their demons to be removed and their problems to be removed, they will. They'll speak Jesus. in new languages. They'll be able to do things like deadly things and not be harmed, right? And all these things will help them, right? And they'll pray for sick people and they will be healed. That's a huge thing, right? That's why it's important. And the most important thing we can do is pray for people. Now, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven. Kind of like the Elijah thing. Kind of like that. And he sat at the right hand of God and the disciples went out and preached everywhere. And the Lord worked with them and confirmed this word by the signs that accompanied it, right? So it wasn't just that they said, hey, I'm a disciple or I'm a guy that hung out with Jesus. But there was evidence, right? Mm-hmm. It, it actually worked. And there's a whole, whole lot of people that never see miracles because they don't bother praying for people. They don't, they don't really believe in that same way. And I, it's not to say every, not everybody's a Christian. We don't know who is and who isn't, right? <laughs> but these guys had proof because all the signs that accompanied what they were doing, huh? Mm-hmm. It seems a little bit crazy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But I've seen strange things happen. Now, Elliot, it was supposed to rain all day and all night. But tell me about this morning. Well, this morning we prayed for the rain to go away. Why? We had, an, we had a special event today at school, and it was an outdoor event, and mm-hmm. we really didn't want to miss it. Right. So what did you and I do? So we prayed and... We asked God to do what? To make the rain go away for it, at least long enough for us to f- finish all the activities. So it was supposed to rain all day and all night, and we prayed and we asked God for a good thing, and he's a good, good father, so what happened? Uh, it, did, it, it started raining and stopped before we got to school. And then we had the event was dry most of the day. Right, because it, it rained a yeah. little bit in the morning, but by the time you had to go out for the event and do all the stuff... It was dry. It was dry and stopped raining. Yep, and right. then after... It, when we finally got to free time where we got to choose whatever event we wanted to, when we could just like move around and do what we wanted, a little bit after it started raining a yeah. little... So God gave you that window to, to <coughs> let that happen. Is that a miracle? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So good things happen, right? 
when you believe and you know, and, and God's a good father. It's not just a, a guy in the sky that wants to punish you for bad things, right? Right. Right. He's like a better father than I am, definitely. <laughs> so he can do things that we can't. And we pray for things. And, and even things we can't do our, for ourselves, right? I don't have the power to stop the rain. But we've seen this before, haven't we? We've done mm-hmm. things like this before. Yeah. Remember your cousin's wedding? That happened. We did that again. So there's many times that we've actually seen these crazy miracles happen. And uh, it's, it's just proof that God's still out there and still working and still doing great things. Now, everybody, I want to I thank you for joining us here through Mark chapter 16. This is the last chapter of Mark. Um, soon I'll decide on what we're going to do for season two, um, where I'll figure out what, uh, what book we're going to go through next in the Bible. I think there's a lot of great things out here, and I'm glad you've joined us through this journey. I'm just going to ask that you make sure to read the Bible for yourself. Uh, Make sure you get your own insights from it. Join a Bible study group. If you're not in a church, find one, because it's easier to experience God with other people. So thank you for this journey. Thank you for coming along with us. Make sure to join us on the Other Way podcast, where we discuss some of the, the issues of the day and questions around Christianity. And we also discuss Christians and Christian leadership. So thank you for your time. Thank you for the effort of coming along with us on this. Grace and peace to you. Make peace with God so you can be His grace in this world. Have a great day.